Straight Up Now Tell Me. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. Why were you not so present? Um, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, during the end of my, my world tour, the Spellbound tour, um, when I was traveling from one city to the next, one in a small seven-seater plane, one of the engines blew up, and the right wing caught on, caught on fire, and we, we crash-landed. I didn't have my seatbelt on, oh. and I hit my head on the top of the plane, and that went on to go... I withstood 15 cervical spinal surgeries. Oh, no. Um, and I took, I had to take sub, little seven years off, and then I reappeared on American Idol. Paula Abdul, Laker girl, pop star, American Idol judge, plane crash survivor. Paula Abdul was in a plane crash during her tour in 1992. There is zero evidence of it. We are talking about the Paula Abdul plane crash mystery, something I've been obsessed with since I first heard about it kind of been ruminating on it Mm. and i want to say that this is not a hit piece against paul abdul i like her she's had a really great and interesting career Mm -hmm. an enduring career Mm -hmm. where some people could have a couple of hit songs in in the late 80s early 90s and they never get a second act or a third act and she has done that and just like everybody in the world has had her issues but who hasn't especially if you're in the public eye, yeah, and and you have some success, but I can't let her tale of surviving a plane crash with no evidence whatsoever. I can't let that go. No, that's that's a big thing to assert. I will say, and especially Paula Abdul of all people knew how big of a star she was, and how she's still, like you said, like very resonant in our culture a huge influence in the music industry. So to say something that you've survived a crash is, it's a big deal. The first time it was mentioned that Paul Abdul was in a plane crash was from a May 2003 Dateline episode. So that's the earliest that I I believe anyone can find of there being a mention of this plane crash. So imagine being a human being that survived a plane crash Mm -hmm. and it not being brought up for 11 years. Yeah, yes. That seems odd, I will say. Also, planes don't usually just carry one person. No, they don't. Um, so that's... There are, <laughs> I believe, seven other people mm-hmm. that were allegedly, or her plus six or her plus seven other mm-hmm. people. Yes, when you have six or seven other people that were allegedly on said plane, mm-hmm. said plane crash, that's tough to not have that information get out there. Yes, yes. If you were in a plane crash with Paul Abdul... Do you think you might say something to someone once? <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I'm just boiling it. Even before I get into this information, just think about that. Yeah. And also when you hear about crashes, and again, this is this varies based on people's experiences and, and what have you. But when we hear about high profile people being in disasters, we usually hear about it pretty quickly from the media, I will say. Even private planes. That's something that usually gets out, is reported on, and fact-checked. Well, apparently not in this case. This is the one case where it did not happen. During her June 2019 appearance on RuPaul's, I don't know which show was, I don't know if it was 
Drag Race or just one of his shows talking uh-huh. about it. It might have been, been, been Drag Race. Okay. She's a celebrity judge. She had a residency in Las Vegas, so she's promoting that. Mm-hmm. She discussed that during her 1991-1992 Under My Spell tour that she got in a plane crash. So she brings this up. I think she's willing to talk about it, but in a way that she's going to give the information she wants to give on it. So it keeps coming up, and she's part of that facilitation of the information. Yeah. And it's only after now at 2019, now we're talking about almost 20 years yeah. after a plane crash. She goes on to say, as I was flying between the cities at the tail end of my world tour, the Spellbound tour, in a seven-seater plane... One of the engines broke up, the right wing caught fire, and we crash-landed. I smacked my head on the top of the plane since I wasn't wearing a seatbelt, which caused further damage. I underwent 15 surgeries on my spine and had to take seven years off. After that, I returned to American Idol. These seven years that she's referring to are kind of seven lost years of Paul Abdul. I know she put in an album in, I think, 95, but she was relatively inactive, and she... It's kind of because there's information on there. She had an issue with painkillers or or prescription drugs. And she's a Laker girl, Mm -hmm. dancing, performing. I'm sure she's no stranger to injury. Yeah. And who could blame her or anybody? That's a huge toll to take on your body. But I think this plane crash is one of the ways she explains away her issues with prescription drug interaction i don't want to say i'm not a doctor yeah but that's that's documented so that's that seven years being explained wow but nobody's pursued trying to get more concrete facts on her plane crash people have been trying to put it together Uh jezebel being a huge one also in a 2009 interview with ladies home journal she said the plane crash along with other ailments already had caused her to become dependent on painkillers i'm not going to say i wasn't addicted to painkillers yeah i was addicted to them why? How's a plane crash sound? Yeah. You know when you – I'm really reducing this down and make it's really oversimplifying it. But you know when you call in sick to work or you're mm-hmm. late, how often do you say, oh, yeah, I just overslept? Or do you say, oh, here's the disasters that happened or worse. This yeah. person died. This person – and people do it all the time. You feel like if you over-explain something or if you if something is so dire, it's like, well, who's going to tell me, oh, I don't care that – you were in an eight car pile up, yeah. <laughs> crawl out of the rubble and get to work. Yeah. So I believe that is possibly what's happening here. Um, she spent some of her time talking about it in various interviews, reminding people this is part of my journey. This mm-hmm. plane crash I was in mm-hmm. that no one felt like documenting. They yeah. just were like, not this one. <laughs> this one is not, not this one. No word from the seven, I guess six other people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the pilot counts. We'll say six other people. They weren't interested in suing anybody or getting medical treatment or showing up at a hospital or any of the aviation or transportation authorities that normally get involved with something like that. That's that's so wild because my producing research brain is like, oh, there's lots of beats to this story to pursue. Like you can try to find those other six, seven people that you said that were on the plane. You can try to talk to doctors for the hospital that she went to. You can try to, yeah, find any journalists who may have reported on it, any private airplanes. You knew the route that she was taking for her tour, so you kind of know the area in which this might have occurred. Not this time. (laughs) 
Okay, not this, this is time. the one and only time that it didn't mm-hmm. happen. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Abdul turned to holistic medicine, Chinese medicine, injections of lidocaine, prescription medicines once she was back on her tour because she says, my tour couldn't be canceled. I didn't want to be written off by anyone. I made an effort to keep everything quiet. Wait, That's so a really good will. effort. That's a bi- You know what? That's a bit bigger effort than pretty Whoa. much every huge event in American history. You've kept something quiet in a way that even our governments and and the FBI and the CIA haven't been able to keep quiet. You've been able to keep something like that quiet, which is pretty amazing. (laughs) It's very easy to keep quiet when it possibly didn't happen. I'm saying possibly because I I just want to be fair. Yeah, you want to give her the benefit of the doubt. But also, I think, too, if you got into a plane crash between cities on your tour, people would understand if you canceled your performance like that's something where it's like we're just glad you're alive like it's something where people are not gonna be like pissed you know it's not like it's not like an amorphous thing you think about adele and it being covid related when she canceled her residency and then not really it was like some internal conflict this is not that this would be a straight up plane crash horrifying terrible so glad you survived of course take all the time you need to heal if this was the year 1925 there would be some information, mm-hmm. some evidence of this. Yeah. But 1992, mm-hmm. the technology wasn't there. Information couldn't be exchanged. Mm-hmm. No one was interested. No one's yeah. interested in celebrity <laughs> no, in the nobody. early 90s. Nobody. Um, and also, like, I, because I've heard of this before you, we did this episode, and I always liken it to the Jamila Jamil, where she talks a lot about different things in her life that really – there's not a lot of proof that it happened. And there's a lot of overlapping things and things mm-hmm. that cancel each other out. Like, well, yeah. you said in this one interview that this was happening. And exactly. now in this other one, you're saying that happened in yeah. two different places at the same time. She got stung by a bee and she got attacked by a bee or like she was a DJ here or like whatever. And like there is some like overlap and like I guess like a, a bit of how it might make sense. But also she's bringing this up herself when you don't have to do that. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So you can just not bring it up. Exactly. You don't have to justify it. But the difference is with Paul Abdul is that she, as as I think you have researched, is perhaps trying to explain and talk through her opiate addiction and her relationship with with drugs and, and how kind of that occurred. But again, to bring up a plane crash is a, is a really big thing if it's not real to justify the next seven years of her life, which don't really need justification either, in my mind. You know what's pretty big to bring up? (gasps) A break. So her story has consistencies Mm -hmm. all over the place. Yeah. An insurmountable amount of inconsistencies. Yeah, but I wouldn't even say it's inconsistent. It's just lack of details or information. Even when she explains her own story, it's the stories change. Okay, okay. Places time oh okay i didn't realize yes okay so that's all it's not one consistent story okay okay now in anyone's defense something could happen and you could be like i'm mixed up some something happened you know 20 i've had you know a lot of life Mm -hmm. happened to me so i I don't remember every single thing i mean you'd think you might remember one thing about it yeah plane crash you survive because not many people do no and also Anyone who has been involved in a plane crash, I would imagine, would call it the single most traumatic event in their entire life, unless they've had a life of absolute 
horrific trauma. Like that's something that you definitely have ingrained and you know the story and you know how it went down and you can recall it pretty vividly or at least how you felt, where things were headed, who was with you, all that, all that stuff. No news organizations covered it. According to the National Transportation Safety Board, no plane crash occurred in the time period she had previously claimed. The crash dates have altered, and she's flip-flopped on how long the flight had been in the air when the problems began to arise. Mm -hmm. An engine caught fire about 40 minutes into the flight, Abdul told People in in May 2005. Hmm. Abdul's 30th birthday was on June 19, 1992. According to a St. Louis Post-Dispatch article that appeared on June 21st, 1992, a concert by Abdul on June 22nd at Fiddler's Green Amphitheater in Englewood, Colorado, six miles south of Denver, was highlighted in an Entertainment Weekly article on tours in the summer of 1992. Abdul stated that she had just ended on stage when she boarded the flight in an interview with the Hudson Union Society in 2014. Then she says sometime between 30 and 40 minutes into the flight, something went wrong, and an engine blew apart 35 minutes into the flight from St. Louis to Denver. Then the plane crashed in flames in a cornfield. So this area is where it purported to happen between St. Louis and Denver. Okay. In an interview with KDWB, because she's on tour, she's talking to different local outlets. Yeah. She says, near the tail end of 1993, when I was on tour, on my birthday too, it happened, and her tour ended in 1992. And her birthday was before that. Mm -hmm. She said she had broke through her seatbelt during the collision and that she was 27 at the time. She would have been 31 at the end of 1993. Mm -hmm. And then during the Staten Island stop of her tour, of the 2018 straight up Paula tour, she recalls being knocked out unconscious. And the timeline is inconsistent even then. She says, we were all seven of us holding hands when I awoke. Everyone was praising God. But I couldn't help but think, this isn't right. I'm not ready to leave yet. Then we crashed in a cornfield and burst into flames. I was knocked unconscious once again before awakening in a hospital where a microsurgeon informed me I'd crushed my entire cervical spine, causing paralysis on my right side. After that, I vanished for almost seven years. You know, I don't find this, as you're you're talking through this, I don't find this to be a failing on Paula Abdul's part. Obviously, we we know, you know, why she's talking about it, why she's bringing it up to talk about the next 7 years of her life. But I also I I think I feel like it's a failing on behalf of the media to not check in on this and to not do their due diligence. Unless they did and they found nothing and they're like, "Well, I don't know what else to do. There's nothing to really report on." But I think that's something where it's like it's kind of up to the media if she is talking to people in interviews and in different engagements to kind of fact check and follow up. It's not really her responsibility. You know, she can kind of say whatever she wants. She's a public figure. And I'm sure some of these the, the media is like, we want content, right? The sure. it's ultimate goal. So we're willing to talk about this wild thing. Yeah. And but also, isn't it more content to be able to, if if, if it's available to them to refute a story like that? Too? Well, I mean, if, if you're interviewing Paul Abdul about mm-hmm. her tour, and that's yeah. your job, and you're not hard hitting journalism, mm-hmm. and you go, hey, Paul Abdul, you're lying. Here's proof. No, we won't say that. Go? Well, but how's it going to go? <laughs> it's only going to go one be way. Like, okay, let me let me pitch this story. <laughs> like I'm a you know like I'm a you you're, know yeah. celebrity news editor or like journalist. You'd be like, all right, this is weird. I interviewed this person. I did some fact checking. Let's go to Jezebel. Let's mm-hmm. go somewhere else and kind of like 
Tracy Morrissey the situation and and get in deeper and and talk about it. She's about gonna why. she's gonna say you're calling me a liar and she's gonna take her headphones off and walk away. Well, that's okay too. Not for the people that it's their job to do it though, right? Well, but you know we're talking about we're talking about like People Magazine. We're talking yeah, about, mm. but that but they love that. I mean, that's the yeah. thing. I'm not saying her career isn't robust and mm. incredible, but she is not like Untouchable. a powerhouse. Yeah. It, it's something that I think people would be interested in hearing. Um, because of her kind of storied patchwork career, um, but also because like people love hearing, you know, about good things that happen to celebrities and about scandal. Like that's something that seems like just as justifiable to report on. They as probably don't care though, too. There's probably <laughs> that, right? They probably we don't care. care. I know we care. <laughs> but even that seven years doesn't add up because her Under My Spell tour, which ended in August of that year, restarted. 1995 saw the release of her second album, Head Over Heels which she was choreographed, energized. And after that was a commercial failure, then it was seven years. So she was saying it was before that time-wise. Mm. She's like, not in, but it was actually the plane crash, then a new album and part of a tour. The album Oof. doesn't do well. Then she's gone for seven years. Yeah, where did all those surgeries happen? What's going on? You know, and people would ask her how... All this happened and no word was out. And she said to VH1, mm -hmm. you know, they're not going to let anything go. <laughs> when they get that their, their teeth sunk into something, they don't let it go. <laughs> sure. In 2008, she says, that's something I quietly made go away. No paparazzi or tabloid nonsense. I dealt with that. People shouldn't have felt sorry for me or written me off. For her to make that go away, mm -hmm. you are the most powerful person I've ever heard of. Can Paul Abdul make a plane crash go away? I mean, but right after it happened, I yeah. mean, starting from when it happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty freaking wild. He said to another journalist in 2018, back then we didn't have tabloids like we do now. Untrue. Mm, not true. Completely untrue. Not true. Paul Abdul, come on. 2007? <laughs> no, no, show about, I think she's talking about 1992. Also not true. Yeah, no. Also uh, not in true. In 1992, no. yeah, we definitely. Honestly, savage. Probably more savage. You were able to contain certain information because we didn't have paparazzi on such a large scale or the internet. I mean, do you want to tell Princess Diana about that? That makes no sense. Uh, you had like, Entertainment Tonight. You had yeah, no, you all had... those shows, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Yeah. You had newspapers that yeah. were filled with tablets. They would love something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And because there weren't as many avenues as the internet allowed for, people were more fixated on it. They were hyper-focused on it. People have loved celebrity news since celebrities, since I don't even remember, I can't even imagine when they didn't. The 1920s? Here's what you told Larry King in 2006. It did receive some attention, but I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. So I worked out the publicity I did not desire. So she worked it out. Mm, but then she brings it up later. Yeah, tw yeah you yeah. know, 10, 15, 20 years later when it's like far behind. Yeah. And. Larry King goes on to say, milk it, like trying to milk it. And mm -hmm. she said, you know, yes. She's like, you know, I didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So hmm. now between her 1992 performances in St. Louis and Denver areas, the National Transportation Safety Board's accidents database indicates no evidence of a plane disaster occurring in Iowa or any place or any time, which is not, it's not like, oh, we've had 70. Let's see if it's this one. Mm -hmm. in, in that month you mentioned, yes, planes were just falling out of the sky left and right. We're going to, it's going to take a while for us to figure out if you were, your plane mm, was one of them. Yeah. There's an article from the Kansas City Star that reviews a Paul Abdul 
slash Color Me Bad concert mm-hmm. that says it took place at the Sandstone Amphitheater in Bonner Springs, Kansas on June 20th, 1992. The show would have taken place between Abdul's June 19th, 1992 show in St. Louis and her June 22nd, 1992 show outside of Denver, which then okay. there's well, a review of the show. So that- she's too busy plane crashing. She couldn't have done that show. Abdul responds to the doubters in an interview with Yahoo Entertainment in 2020. And she says she doesn't care if the doubters believed her. You know what? There are seven other people that were on that plane who were in that plane accident with me. So I don't care what people have to say. I just don't. Where are they? They're <laughs> not. You know what? Them. No, all seven of them are completely uninterested in recanting a story how they survived a plane crash <laughs> with Paul Abdul. None of them have spoken about it once, wow. nor do we have their names or and if there's a flight manifest or anything yeah, like that, that's something. what you would probably need. The thing is, is that you would find that and it would just be the seven people that were probably on that plane. Now, h- how do we explain all this away? Well, one, it could just be the story you want to tell when you want to change the narrative of your own story. You're an unreliable narrator. Perhaps something there was, maybe there was a lot of turbulence and got real shook up. And either maybe she... I don't know what state of mind she was in, or maybe she took that and was like, oh, let me just say I got, which is wild. You might as well say you got kidnapped by aliens. That's why I was gone for seven years. Yeah. You may as well have, because that's honestly probably easier to prove or disprove than the, (laughs) you know what I mean? I mean, but again, this seems very provable to me, you know, like, and again, there's no, there's no evidence. There's nothing to, I mean, the bottom line is there's really nothing to prove or disprove. And it's just, and is it hurting anybody? No. No. You know, is she a bad person for saying it? I'm. I mean, it's it's hard because I think about people, and we've talked about many plane crash victims on this podcast and the trauma that goes into that. So for me, it kind of sucks because it's like, oh, you you know, you want to put yourself in this same situation as other people, as other survivors, because it's convenient for you, and I don't like that. But again, I don't know why was this not reported on more in terms of her not telling the truth as we do now with people like Jamila Jamil. And, you know, that's not like widely reported on, but it's something that a lot of people go down the wormhole with. I mean, maybe when you're talking about it, let's just say the big conversations are having and happened in the last. I mean, it's happened since 2003. Yeah. But let's just say even the last 10 years they've been happening. Is a Paul Abdul plane crash that she says she survived? Really something that people are going to be like, no, we have to figure this out because if this is untrue, what else is Paul Abdul said that's untrue? Nobody really cares. Oh. I, that, I mean, that's Except really the for bottom. me. And me. <laughs> and us. 